know Your ass better call somebody Hey, hey, what do you say? It's time! It's time! Ball Junk episode 27. It's the Shane Corson episode. I'm the Gas Man. This is Frankie Knuckles, and it's Kobe Bryant's 39th birthday. Is it really? Happy birthday, Mamba! I had no idea. It's a special show. That's why we got together, right? I guess. To have cake and celebrate Kobe's birthday. I had, I would not have agreed to do it <laughs> I would have done yesterday had I known. Oh. Well, so uh, singing "Happy Birthday" is off the off table. The table. Yeah, well, how's it going? How's his? Uh, what, what was that puppet project he was doing? Puppet project. Yeah, didn't he do something with like puppets? It was his dark. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't pay much attention to his other stuff. You didn't see this, didn't we? Talk about this. We might have, but it's already gone <laughs> out of my memory. I just. I haven't heard anything about it. It was this big new venture he was doing, and. It's probably still uh, in development. I'm sure, it's going really well. I, I bet it's going to be spectacular <laughs> when we finally get it. So, what's going on, Frankie? Well, uh, not a whole lot, to be honest. A few concerts, painting the house, looking for work. Yeah. Yeah. So, we both went to see Iron Maiden. Yes. With Ghost. Yes. And uh, what did you think about that show? Uh, I liked it quite a bit. I thought Ghost was excellent. Yeah, a little, a little short, uh, obviously. Well, they opening the opening but... act. I, uh, I don't. That was the first time in a long time that I've seen Ghost. So I, I think the way they carry themselves is a little bit different now. But the singer, when he's, uh, um, where where are they from? Sweden. Sweden. So when he's he's talking to the crowd and and he's like, "Do you guys want to hear a heavy song?" And he's like, "Yeah." No, do you really want to hear a heavy song? And they're ah, do you really, really want to hear a heavy song? And the whole place goes bananas. And he says, "Okie dokie." <laughs> yeah, I love his banter. And you know, the fact that he's wearing like the white skeleton face paint and the the bishop's hat, and he looks very demonic. And he says, "Okie dokie." Yeah. Uh, but they were great. I thought Iron Maiden was was awesome. I think I I really liked their set. I mean, I I liked their new album, so I liked that they played a bunch okay. of stuff from it, and it wasn't just all the hits. They played some pretty deep cuts as well that I I enjoyed. Yeah, I I never seen them, so I I I'm not a huge Maiden fan. Like I know some of their hits and stuff like that. What did you think of the stage setup? I liked it a lot, but I have to say Metallica the next day was way better. Metallica the next day was indeed way better. <laughs> like that stage was amazing. Yes, it was. I saw Guns N' Roses last year and this year. Those tickets were the s- more, at least last year. And the stage setup was like four times better. Absolutely. I totally agree. Like uh, Metallica was unbelievable and... It was um, loud too. It was very loud. Uh, I thought Avenged Sevenfold was really good. I didn't even mind. Um, I want to say Voivod, but that's not right. Volbeat. Volbeat. Didn't see them. They were okay. Saw Avenged Sevenfold. Do not like them. I did like their fire though. There was a lot of fire. They they use fire a lot. They love the pyro, which is good. But Metallica was exceptional. Yeah, they. Uh, I I didn't seen them in. Uh, geez, um, twenty years. Yeah, yeah. I think it's been twenty years since I'd seen Metallica. 
I mean, after um, when when Load and Reload came out, I was kind of iffy on both of those. I mean, there was a couple of good tunes on there, but for the most part, uh, I wasn't too big of a fan. And then Saint Anger came out, and I thought that was the shits. And uh, so I never saw them live. And then the one they released after that, which I don't even remember Death what Magnetic. it was called, Death Magnetic, didn't really do anything for me. Uh, but this new album, Hardwired, I think is it's a total, like, it just feels like the Justice album. It feels like Master Puppets. It feels like even the Black album. Yeah, I agree. I dig it. I didn't hate the previous albums, but the more I listen to them, the less I like them. Or right, this album is fantastic. I was really happy. Yes, but uh, it feels getting... like in between, like black album and and load to me. Right, like certain songs feel loadish. Like uh, mm-hmm. what, what's the drum track? Lars's drum track. Now that we're dead, right? That feels like. Almost loadish to me, but I like load. So, did you like reload? I did at the time. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know uh, how much I like it now. I still like it though. I think. Um, but getting back to uh, albums from high school, yeah. when I liked them, I just I never stopped liking them. Fair enough. I'll never change. That's okay. <laughs> you don't have to change. The back album came out when I was in. Even high if school. I force fed them at the time, they're they're <laughs> they're down there. They've been forced as deep as they can go, and they're not going anywhere. But uh, anyway, yeah, getting back to Maiden, um, Bruce Dickinson, you know, he's in his 60s. He still he's moves awesome. around. Yeah. And, like, he's still got the, the, the vocals are still there. And, like, he's, like, he's got a ton of energy. And, like, he's going the whole show, too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I, 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 I really dig Maiden. And they always put on a really good show. But, uh, yeah, I think the highlight of that weekend, it was a pretty exhausting weekend. It was, you know like four metal bands that I really, really like. And uh, I was very tired and uh, a little beat up afterwards. It was a lot of rocking out. Mm-hmm. You know, it was excellent. I wish I would have been a little closer for ghost would be my only right. I was pretty far away. I was further away than you for ghost. What was that? Well, I was on the grass behind the seats. Yeah, I was 400. Yeah, but so. when I, when I was texting you, I was in the lawns at like the exact Opposite corner. Oh, were you? you oh, okay. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, just just to get a little space. The seats were a little cramped, so I went and. So they allowed to, you to walk up? Yeah, yeah. You, anyone can go up and. Oh, I go up in lawns, right? I guess they don't need to check yeah, tickets because yeah. they're the worst place yeah. to go. But uh, what I did like about, and I, I, I guess it's a regular thing that they, uh, although I don't drink wine, you could buy like a, uh, I think it was like a, a liter of wine and they served it. They, they gave it to you in a, uh, a glass that was shaped like a guitar. Really? Like a, like a vase glass. Yeah. When it Didn't was, see that. Fuck beer is expensive there though. It was crazy. <laughs> they had like, uh, on, on the side of where I was, they had uh, like a barbecue place, like, like a, like a grill station. Mm-hmm. And they had, uh, you know, cheeseburgers were like 11, were like $10. And and you could get like the the big Bubba can of beer for like twelve fifty, or you could get the combo for twenty two fifty. So there was no deal. Yeah, it was just the exact same prices. It's pretty bad. When they say combo, you're supposed to get a deal. 
Yeah, a lot of like, there's not many cheap places for concerts anymore. No, Art Park's pretty good. Like they, six bucks a beer, pretty reasonable. Even uh, the uh, New Era Field, Ralph Wilson, not too bad. Not great, but Toronto is just brutal. well. I mean, Hamilton's it's it's reasonable. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like to the Toronto concerts, it's just. You know, you go and you get two beers and it's $30. Yeah. Like, fuck off. It's brutal. <laughs> Agreed. Too expensive. So what else has been going on? You're, you're, looking, you're going to concerts. You're, you're not watching any sports at all. I'm checked out of sports, bud, except for football. That's, I'm... that's why we haven't done a show in a while. You're <laughs> like, fuck that. I barely watched the NBA Finals. I Like, barely. I think I watched three second halves. It's just the worst, and no one will say it's bad. Like I, all the sports media talks about how how awesome the NBA is and all these storylines, and I guess there's some interesting trades and uh, like off season stuff going on, but the product is terrible. I just I'm, I have no interest, and there's really two teams. Maybe I think there's really just one team we saw. Like Golden State, they're they're gonna win next year too, barring an injury. It's over. Yeah, yeah. No, they. Uh, so what, why even care? Why even give a fuck about this stuff? But uh, but the well, NFL is finally here. It is finally here. So we're gonna do our uh, our NFL preview, and uh, we're gonna make our predictions. Which, I mean, I think I was right with the Super Bowl winner last year. Yeah, I think I, think I picked the Patriots. I think I had Pittsburgh over Green Bay. Uh, I don't remember. I'm picking the Patriots this year. I'll say it right now. Yeah, that's so am I. <laughs> so no spoilers. And hopefully I jinx them. And it probably won't happen. Now, there is a factor that no one is talking about. But why don't we save that? Okay, okay. We'll, 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 we're going to do a, a news segment. We're going to talk about some of the, the big stories that are happening in the sports world. I want to get your hot takes. All right. All right. So the biggest thing that's happened over the last couple of days was this massive... NBA trade between the Cavaliers of Cleveland and the Celtics of Boston. And, uh, you know, we knew that Kyrie Irving had uh, demanded a trade out of Cleveland, um, which, you know, from from the outside, it seems insane that you would want to be traded away from the team that, you know, you won an NBA title, you got to the finals three years in a row, and you're playing with well, the best basketball player, the best player of, of this generation, and probably one of the top three of all time. Number three, after both MJ's. Okay, that's fair. And uh, so you know, he was like, you know what, I'm out of here. I uh, I would prefer to be the big dog on the court, I guess. And you know, there were a lot of teams that he could go to and be the big dog, but. Cleveland was not one of them. Yeah, it's uh, it's strange for the reasons you said it is, but I've, there's videos released of Kyrie Irving chirping out guys and like summer rec league ball and all this yeah. stuff. Like he seems like a bit of a dick in those and now he, the stuff about he didn't talk to teammates for days sometimes and stuff like that. So this is all PR. Who knows which sides are real and any small story gets magnified to some insane level. So he was, he's he was a bit very, of a dick. He's probably got a huge ego. He was very pro the old GM. 
I believe. I believe he liked the old. Yeah. The one they fired or got rid of. Maybe. But uh, there's rumors that he was trying to trade him. Yes. So he maybe he didn't like him that much either. So so Kyrie Irving. He's gone. Good. Goes to the Boston Celtics for all-star guard Isaiah Thomas. Uh, for Jake Crowder. Uh, center Ante Zizek, who's still on his rookie contract. Jake Crowder's pretty good player. I don't think so. You don't think so? <laughs> no. I think he'll do all well. I mean, he'll do well, I think, with uh, on that team. And they get the Brooklyn pick, the first-round pick. Now, a lot of people are saying the Brooklyn pick isn't going to be worth much because Brooklyn's going to be better. I don't know. I mean, I know they've got uh, you know, the Lakers. Uh, uh, what the hell is his name? D'Angelo Russell. They've got him. And uh, who else have they got? It's going to be a good pick. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a top <laughs> five pick. Who, yes, I agree. You know, so I mean, I know there's gonna be other bad teams, and there'll probably be one or two bad teams from the West. But I think it's gonna be a top five pick. Even saying that, I think Boston got a, de- a great deal. Well, I, Boston I, got the best player, Isaiah Thomas. I'm not buying stock because <laughs> of his injuries. Uh, injuries, uh, attitude, style of play. I would much rather have Kyrie Irving on my team. And um, you know, I, when I watched uh, them play a bit in the playoffs last year, just I know he's there to score, but as a as a point guard, I saw no facilitation whatsoever, and the ball kind of died with him every time. And you know, even with the changes in Boston, with them getting uh, who's the white guy they signed, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward. He he's good. He is good. I still don't think they're good enough to beat Cleveland. I do. I don't think so. I think they're gonna beat them for sure <laughs> see that's a hot take really totally oh they're way better now are they though but are they good enough i mean they they barely scratched cleveland i i think i would pick boston over cleveland right now so all those new players and the fact that they've never played together and you're, you're not concerned at all about team dynamic and the fact that they're playing well, Cleveland's got the same team dynamic problem, too. they got a new point guard who likes the ball. Never played together before. Two new players coming in there. Yeah, but this, this uh, you know, Isaiah Thomas is he's going in there, and um, I don't think he's expecting uh, to be the top guy on that team. And he knows he's – I mean, he's going into play with the best player. And well, they, still, they still have Kevin Love. Yeah, I would still if I had to pick they're, right now, I would bet on Boston. I wonder what the odds are. They're, they're probably going to they're probably going to sign uh what's his name? Who LeBron's you? buddy from Miami who's just got bought out by Chicago. Dwayne Wade? Dwayne Wade. He'll probably end up there. Go go for it. They've got they've got Avon Calderon. <laughs> they got Jose, Der- Jose. Derek Rose. Oh, Jose Calderon, yes. Avon Calderon played for the Expos. Okay, I have no idea who was. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think Boston I don't, It'd be I a much better team. I, I don't. I still don't think they're good enough to beat Cleveland. Unless, I mean, uh, you know, I mean, if injuries happen, then sure, and it's more likely to happen with Thomas. I mean, I know they say that, yeah, he's okay, but wouldn't it be crazy if he failed a, a physical, and they had they uh, the trade got axed? Mm-hmm. Then you got a problem, yeah, because Thomas is not going to want to oh. play in Boston, <laughs> and Kyrie's sure. going to be pissed off. Apparently, there was even a rumor that uh, uh, the Cavs and the Warriors had been talking. Uh, it was going to involve Kyrie and Clay. Really? Yeah. 
I don't think that would make much sense for the Warriors. And I, that's probably why the Warriors said, no, that's okay. Well, I can't get the odds. This fucking website's a piece of shit. So, uh, yeah, Boston's going to win the East for sure. That's incorrect. But, you know, and... And I'm not going to watch because the NBA's fucking the worst. (laughs) 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 Uh, Cool thing is the Cavs and the Celtics play on the season opener on the 17th. Oh, yeah? That is good. That'll be interesting. Maybe I'll watch it. Maybe you can give it one game, and if you like the and the referees just fuck it up, then it's more the Pelican. Like if the Pelicans go zero and five again, which I, I'm done, I'm burning this hat and I'm fucking leaving. Like to start the season if they go zero and five, I think they went two and nine two years ago and one and nine last year. Get rid of Alvin Gentry for fuck's sake! All right, so fire the coach. What else would you just break up the team? No. You think you think uh, your boy Davis and Boogie are If I had complete control yeah. of everything, yeah. I would get that team the fuck out of New Orleans immediately. <laughs> Seattle? I would love that. Yeah. That would be the greatest thing ever. Why don't you want them in New Orleans? No fans go. They've got the best player in the NBA. He's better than LeBron James? Yeah. Another hot take. But I, I don't know he he's been playing like so poorly, his defense—he's the la- as lazy as possible on D. I don't know if it's the coach or what, but they need a shakeup. Like Tibbet, if they would have got Tibbs, it would have changed everything. Could be. It would have been the best. Um, Derek Fisher's out there. He needs a job. Oh God, he's the worst. Byron Scott. Hmm. Byron Scott. No. He's a good. He's he's a coach that needs a job. He. Is, has his arms crossed in retirement for the rest of his life. Yeah. Just, it's what he does. He's an arm crosser. That's about it. Yeah, that's a big trade. Otherwise, NBA offseason, this is the biggest news, I think. And it just happened. It is. It, well, yeah, I, I guess it's, the, I mean, like Kyrie demanding the trade was the big news at the time that carried a lot of weight over the summer. And there's been a lot of moves around and signings and stuff and, um, uh, Chris Paul is now uh, part of the Houston Rockets. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah. Oh. I want them to get Carmelo so bad. So bad. <laughs> that is really what I want to happen. No, I think... I don't know. I, 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 I foresee a uh, that Carmelo-Kevin Love thing happening at some point. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. I think that'd be very dumb for Cleveland to do. Well, of course it would be. I mean, uh, they, I don't know. I, I think they're, they're going to try to do whatever they can to try to get LeBron to play at least one more year. Uh, but I think the fact that LeBron isn't saying anything, he's gone. I don't think so. You don't think so? You don't think he's going to LA next year? No. You think he's going to sign long-term or one year in, in Cleveland? Uh, I, I think it depends what the state of the team is then or what, so if it what is those what it draft is, if picks it is, are potentially worth. I don't it, think it's a foregone conclusion that he's leaving Cleveland. But like, I think everyone seems to be saying it is. They're going to need to know like uh, by March because they're going to need to know by the trade deadline whether to trade that pick for something if they don't think it's going to be a good pick. Mm-hmm. So if uh, so if, if the team is what it is, you know, they're – 
first or second in the conference. They'll probably be second because you know LeBron does like to take it easy throughout the regular yeah. season. And that's I. Everyone's saying he's going to the Lakers. Just the East is so easy. I don't know why he would leave the East. Well, there's tons of reasons why he he would want to. He wants to live in the glitz and glamour. He's got a house out there. It's probably where his family wants to be. They don't want to go to New York. That's a shitty situation. And now you you go to the Lakers and you look at what what they've got there. They've got, uh, I mean, a the the leadership team there is people that he respects. You know, the, the idea of playing with Lonzo is probably out there. Paul George is <laughs> is gonna sign with the Lakers. They've already been tampering. I th- I think the biggest thing, and this might have been the reason why they got him, is Magic Johnson. Like that's right. who LeBron idolized, and he might he might want to play for Magic. I could see that, but I don't know. He's. It is weird that he's not saying anything though. He's just, it is very strange that he's not. <laughs> and you would think that he would let people know. I mean, they, I mean, he, the fans in Cleveland. I don't think they can be pissed off again if he's going to leave. I mean, because you know he did come back. They, they went to the finals three straight times. He won an NBA championship. Brought it. Brought the trophy to Cleveland. You know, so like he did what he promised. And uh, this time, you know, it's not going to be uh, the. Well, I'm hoping it's not going to be the same shitty way that he leaves this time. I think he might go to Houston. No, I don't think so anymore. There's too much other shit there. He likes those guys. Yeah. He's always wanted to play with Chris Paul. Yeah, but there's there's a money thing. I mean, there's aren't too many teams that can pay him. They'll find a way. I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah, so that's the that's the big NBA story. I I did want to talk to you about like, have you watched any of uh, Ice Cube's Big Three? No, I can't find it on TV anywhere. Yeah, I, I haven't been able to. I want to. I follow Rappaport and I watch like he shows stuff sometimes, well, and I see clips. The finals are this Saturday. Yeah, before the 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 big fight. I don't understand how it's not on TV in Canada. Um, I'm assuming one of the station is going to carry the finals i guess but uh like have you looked like in because there's eight teams like have you looked at who's playing yeah well these teams i i yeah rapaport announced pretty much all the rosters yeah so like uh there's the threes company team which is uh player coach alan iverson <laughs> who missed who didn't show up for a who game. didn't show up for a game there's the three-headed monsters with rashad lewis and kwame brown and former Syracuse standout Hakeem Warwick. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the Ball Hogs, whose I think big name is Brian Scalabrini. <laughs> White Mamba. Yeah. Uh, there's the Ghost Ballers with uh, Mike Bibby and Ricky Davis. Who's got Steven Jackson? Uh, that's the Killer Threes with Chauncey Billups, Steven Jackson, and Charles Oakley. Uh, there's a team called Power <laughs> with uh, Katina Mobley and a junkyard dog, Jerome Williams. Oh, yeah. JYD. Uh, a team called Tri-State. That's uh, Jermaine O'Neal and Bonzi Wells are the big players there. And then uh, the team called Trilogy, which has Kenyon Martin and Al Harrington. And so the finals are Trilogy with two guys who are very recently out of the NBA against the three-headed monsters with Lewis and Kwame and Kim really? Warwick. That's the finals. Hmm. Um, 
Which I, I think I'm not surprised because that seems to be the teams with the most talent who aren't. Well, the Kwame, did you say it's Kwame Warwick and, and Jermaine uh, O'Neal? Rashad Lewis. He's pretty tall too. They got a lot of height on yeah. that team. Uh, I, I've been wanting to watch, haven't been able to. It seemed yeah. it seemed interesting to me. So the finals are going to be uh, this uh, this Saturday. So I'm I'm going to go to try to uh, check it out. I just it's 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 bigger than I actually thought it was going to be. Um, but obviously it's only big in the U.S. Yeah, I I thought it was a good idea when I heard it. I so they need to have an L.A. expansion team, mm-hmm. and it's got to be Shaq and Kobe. Oh my. That'd be that, great. That would be good. They could get uh, Bill Walton, <laughs> Rick Fox. <laughs> He's probably not doing anything. Oh, no, they got to get uh, Fisher. No, the dancer, Mark Madsen. Mark Madsen. <laughs> oh, he's he's too busy to be assistant coach of the Lakers. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, Shaq and Kobe together again. That would be good. It would be great. That would, that would get some TV exposure everywhere. But uh, hopefully, we'll be able to watch the game uh, somewhere in Canada. But the popularity i'm assuming of this league and the idea of three-on-three basketball in general has moved over to become a new olympic sport Mm -hmm. in 2020 in tokyo and i know a lot of what they were trying to do in tokyo was to uh introduce uh new sports and new competitions that would appeal to younger people so i i know there's I know karate is back, and I know that uh, uh, skateboarding is in, and surfing is in, hmm. and uh, the three-on-three basketball. There's something called sport climbing. Not sure what that is. It makes me think maybe it's the wall from American Gladiators. I don't know. Well, what if Kobe and Shaq join this to warm up for three-on-three to go to the L- Olympics, LA Olympics, <laughs> and they just train for that? I think you got something there. Um, and uh, some of the other stuff that they're doing, uh, which I think is really cool and I'm super interested in a lot of this stuff, is they're doing um, mixed stuff. Because you know how, like, in, in the Winter Olympics, you've got, uh, like, uh, you know, have got the, the, the ice dancers and, and, the, and the doubles, right? Uh, but now there, there's... Uh, uh, the four by four hundred meters is going to have men and women together on a team. Oh, okay. There's, new, there's going to be four by one hundred freestyle in the pool with men and women mixed. Um, so just like Battle of the Network Stars. Yeah, there's <laughs> going to be a freestyle BMX. Um, I still don't know what sport climbing is. Um, some of the other uh, mixed stuff that they're doing is uh, is going to be in the triathlon. There's going to be mixed team events in judo. I'm assuming it's man versus man and woman versus woman. Not like, uh, um, you know, just uh, having a little gamesmanship in there. Um, archery is going to have a mixed competition as well, uh, mixed doubles in uh, table tennis. Hmm. It's interesting. I still will not watch probably more than 10 minutes <laughs> of yeah. the Olympics. Well, and I, I think uh, it's going to be uh, on at a different time of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, at this moment, am going to be going. You are to Tokyo for That's the Olympics. Yeah, well, then maybe I'll look for you on TV. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Because my is your goddaughter going? Uh, that's what she's currently training for. She has a uh, she has a private combat coach. 
um, that uh, where she's his only student, and uh, she's doing all kinds of training and is doing tournaments pretty much every other weekend all through the United States uh, over the next uh, few years. And yeah, well, that's pretty. She's cool. going for it uh, in karate, and uh, if I never mentioned it before, but uh, was she judo before? Or? No, always no, karate. Always karate. Okay. Yeah. So it's uh, it's going to be insane, and like there's. It looks like she's going to be part of because she'll just be eighteen at the time, and I think she'll just be eighteen. Yes, hmm. so yeah, that's cool. So I'm saving. You're up. gonna go, yeah, I'm going. I'm basically gonna go <laughs> for the karate and then spend the rest of my time at Tokyo Disney. I think <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, good luck to her. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, and maybe I'll, I might. I might. Uh, I kind of want to go to the Ribera Steakhouse. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, it's a Rivera Steakhouse is a very famous place where, uh, uh, American pro wrestlers go ah. and they get, uh, uh, there's a Rivera Steakhouse jacket. And when you, when you're given one of these jackets, it's like you've made it in, in pro wrestling and, and, uh, everybody seems to want these. I don't want the jacket, but I just want to go. You're getting a jacket. I'm not <laughs> I just want to go to the steakhouse. That's cool. It's very famous. But uh, yeah, so uh, does does the idea of uh, mixed doubles table tennis excite you? No, not at all. I mean, it's not. I just don't like the Olympics that much. I I never gotten into them ever. What about the Winter Olympics? No, not even none of that. The the luge. No bobsled. There were times when I like hyped myself up and to try to get into it, and it's never. Even the short track speed skating, when they're all on the ice at the same time, and one wipeout could give the gold medal to a, t- <laughs> a team that has not does not have good skaters. No, I, I just not for me. I don't know why. Sorry, but I, I will watch karate. Yeah, I've your goddamn. You know, I'm my idea is to have my pocket full of magic Fuji dust and. Throw it in the money? eyes of the opponents. See if yeah, you're gonna like psych out the like set off the fire alarm. I'm gonna some... do something. You're yeah. the ringer. Yeah, make it happen. I gotta think of her walkout music. <laughs> do they get walkout music? I don't know, but I, I think she should. Yeah, be that's, a pioneer. That, that's intimidating. It's a good idea. <laughs> or maybe I'll just sing the music. Be good. I'll drain out, drown out the rest of the crowd. Uh, some of the other big stuff happening. And I know you're not really a big UFC fan, but one of the biggest rivalries in the UFC is in the uh, light heavyweight division with uh, Daniel Cormier and John Jones, and uh, they've they've got like a, a very sordid history. And uh, the first time that they fought for the championship, when John Jones was the champion. Um, uh, he beat, uh, Cormier and, uh, there, uh, you know, and shortly after that, uh, he had, uh, um, failed, a a, a drug test. I, I can't remember what uh, drug he had taken in the time. Uh, um, but, uh, he'd also gone into some other shit. He was involved in a hit and run and, uh, he went to rehab for cocaine and just this guy who had all the talent in the world was like, kind of like throwing his life down the drain and. They stripped him of the title and had the top two ranked guys fight for it, and Cormier won the championship. But you know, a lot of people didn't consider him to be the champion because he never beat the guy who had it before him. 
So they were supposed to fight um, uh, back at, I think it was UFC 200. uh, But Jones got flagged again for failing a drug test. So uh, he was suspended for... Now, are these PEDs or like narcotics? uh, That one was a narcotic one. So it wasn't a, a PED at the time. And I think the... One of the things he took one time had to do with, uh, um, like a dick pill. Okay. And, uh, so anyway, so he finally, uh, you know, got past the suspension and they built up, uh, last month and they finally had their fight and it's just the, um, all the press conference and all the interviews they did. It was just like these two dudes just hated each other and just did not respect each other. And it was just jarring nonstop on social media and so they finally got into the into the octagon and jones knocked out cormier in the third round with like a vicious head kick and uh, cormier didn't like at the end of the fight he didn't know where he was and uh when he finally realized like uh, like he was in the ring just bawling because he lost to this guy and and jones like got on the mic and and just like he he totally turned face and he like he cut this promo and said, you know, uh, uh, I want to be the type of champion that you were. Like you are an unbelievable husband, an unbelievable father, and and you know I want to use you as someone that I want to strive to be like. And totally just quashed this feud and was like the bigger man. And everybody thought that this is the brand new John Jones, and you know he's gonna be you know, like taking the place of Conor McGregor. He's uh, gone for a little while and the, like he's going to be their biggest star and then boom he, he pops for a failed drug test this time it was for a a, a PED hmm. and so now like uh, um, he says he doesn't know what it was and they're you know they're waiting for the the B sample to be tested as well to see what happens and if um it's an automatic if he does fail the test that's an automatic two year suspension but since he's been suspended before it could be four years and and no and his basically his career is going to be over and like and just you know he could have he's just thrown hundreds of million dollars away for being immature at one point by doing cocaine and being involved in a hit and run accident and and all this other stuff and it's just this crazy thing and so this guy who was knocked out in this fight who was like left bawling in the octagon probably is going to get the belt back yeah which is crazy and they had been talking about uh uh you know john jones was going to move up uh, a weight division while still being champion and fight the the heavyweight champion of the world it's a guy named stipe miocis who's from cleveland they were going to fight in, in detroit and then there was talk of next year when brock lesnar's suspension is over he was gonna after what was he suspended for um uh for drug use for like a, a steroid um that was uh, uh you know while he was still in the in the wwe and then uh, uh they let him out to do this fight and of course he pops for this uh drug failure so he went back to wrestling and so when his wrestling contract is over and he jumps back into the drug testing pool and then we're gonna have this sort because after jones beat cormier he called out lesnar who's arguably one of the top three or four you know mixed martial artists name recognition in the world mm-hmm. after after connor and you know 
maybe George St. Pierre and maybe even Ronda Rousey. And so that was going to be a huge money fight. And now that's done. Why have, has this been discussed? Like having a division where you're allowed to use PEDs? Uh, I think that's what the talk is now on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> that's where people just, let's, like let's just have them on, on all PED fight. Yeah. But the problem is they wouldn't be able to be licensed for it Why by, by any state athletic commission. They just wouldn't do it. Okay. Yeah. So that's probably why they wouldn't, wouldn't be able to. But presumably the, a lot of them, these are just the ones they're catching are doing similar things. There is talk. Isn't it all like just being ahead of the testing or. I, I think, I think some people do feel their way. And I think there are some people that, uh, that don't. Sure. They're probably not the ones that aren't winning many fights, <laughs> but you know, they're, they're fighting clean anyway. I mean, there's a guy like George St. Pierre who's, who, uh, you know, was a champion for a very, very long time. And, uh, you know, the, Testing, 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 and never failed a drug test. He was um, one of the people behind uh, a new kind of testing too, because he was he thought that everybody was cheaters and stuff. So, hmm. I mean, it's a, it's just a pretty crazy story. But the best part about this story is that on Twitter, uh, John Jones the fighter, uh, he's at Johnny Bones. Uh, the person whose Twitter account is at John Jones. Is a video game programmer. I, I, I know. <laughs> so you know this. I've I've seen other people I follow tweet at him saying, "I feel bad for you." Right, <laughs> because there are so he like like at uh, uh, when they announced that uh, Jones had failed this drug test. I think it was almost twenty four hours ago. Uh, this guy uh, like uh, he retweeted the TMZ thing that said John Jones pops. And his tweet was just. Because he knew that every time John Jones screws up, his his at replies and his Twitter mentions and his followers just skyrocket. And he was just getting like people were saying like you know how could you? Uh, my son looked up to you. You are not a role model. And and he just trolls everybody back and says I never claimed to be a role model. <laughs> and it's it's one of the most amusing Twitter accounts right now. Yeah, there's a GIF of. Like just all his replies yeah. going on now. It's pretty funny stuff, and uh, I think it's great that uh, you know this dude just has fun with it, and uh, you know so maybe uh, maybe at some point someone is going to you know get convicted of a heinous crime, and he's going to refer to himself as Dirty Frank. All right, and then you're going <laughs> to get all up. these. You're going to blow up all it. over Twitter. I'll take it. <laughs> Um, next news story is terribly sad news, or it could be terribly sad news. The Nature Boy, mm-hmm. Ric Flair, was it, uh, admitted to hospital with intense stomach pain. And he had some sort of a surgery. They believe it was, uh, I think it was a uh, uh, either a colon surgery or intestinal surgery. So they induced a coma. Is they, that- they induced a coma and did the surgery, and then they, they put in a, a pacemaker because he had had heart problems before. But he's, you know, still he's doing better, but he's still in in uh, you know not great condition. And not only the wrestling world is pretty crazy, but like like wrestling fans and in all the other sports are, uh, you know, just throwing in all kinds of tweets and memes about the nature boy. And like, this would be a, a huge blow. 
I mean, yes, he's he's old and he's you know was rest, wrestled a long time and but uh, yeah, in terms of wrestling lifetimes, he's had a pretty good. He's one. He's had a pretty good one. Um, I mean, he was never. I don't think he was ever really a big drug user outside of maybe weed. And so, but he was a pretty big drinker. Yeah, uh, there's tons of stories of him just you know getting loaded and getting naked in hotel room bar <laughs> hotel bars and just strutting around. And, and, like there's a there's a crazy uh, WWF story um, from the uh, I think it was l- late late 90s, early 2000s maybe. Uh, this was after yeah. So this was early two thousands where after WCW had closed and it's a uh, it's become this folk tale called the plane ride from hell. Okay. Whereas basically it was just this this uh, airplane and it was it was all wrestlers that were on it and I, I think I don't know if it was an overseas tour but um, they basically had like an open bar and like. And all this crazy shit happened. Like at one point, Brock Lesnar and, and Kurt Angle decided to. Well, it's that recent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's why I think it was like mid two thousands. Okay. Sorry. Um, were were wrestling in the in in the aisle way, like like Olympic wrestling, and uh, like they ended up slamming against the uh, the plane door, the exit door. <laughs> And so there was, you know, they had to like break these guys apart because they didn't want the freaking <laughs> door to open up. Um, do you remember X Pac? Mm-hmm. He was dared to one two uh, three kid. Yeah, the one two three kid. Uh, someone dared him to cut the ponytail off of uh, Michael P. S. Hayes, and while he was sleeping, and he did that. And uh, there was a uh, oh no, like the the fight with Brock Lesnar was with uh, Kurt Hennig. And that that actually got Kurt Hennig fired from oh, the really? w, from the WWE uh, shortly before he ended up dying. But he got fired. Like somebody had to take the blame for all the shit that <laughs> went on. And and uh, Flair was only wearing his wrestling robe, and and he was like <laughs> fooling around with a couple of flight attendants. It was it's just this crazy story of all this shit happening on the plane, and and uh, you know it's like it's just stories like that 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 make uh, a guy like rick flair just such a, a likable guy and like he's got a 30 for 30 which is coming out Ooh, and uh i think that's going to be amazing and uh i think that comes out uh i want to say in the fall or maybe it's the early spring i can't remember but we'll have to uh, watch it for the show yeah we can totally do that and then uh we can do that with the uh, and the uh the hbo documentary on andre the giant oh yeah yeah, yeah. i think that'll be a good combo but uh but yeah so hopefully uh, the Nature Boy uh, pulls through, and uh, we don't have another sad wrestler death. Yeah, that's cr- like I can only imagine wrestlers partying. Oh, it yeah. seems like it would be the best. It probably would be one of the coolest <laughs> things to be a part of. I guess, uh, like, and that's why I read a lot of their uh, biographies because some of the stories that they tell, um, like uh, one of the gags that, uh, uh, like Kurt Hennig and uh, and Owen Hart were the best at uh, ribbing other people like playing pranks and mm-hmm. shit. Um, and like, these guys were also like, like so likable that no one would ever get too mad. Like uh, if you didn't watch your stuff, like they would put like a, a combination lock through the loop on your pants and hook it to your, your bag of clothes while you were out in the ring. Or um, uh, one thing that Kurt used to do is that he used to uh, challenge people to uh, gargle, vodka and uh to see who could gargle 
the most and the longest without getting drunk. And so when he would do it, he would gargle it, but he would let the vodka fall out the other side of his mouth, which was away from the other person and just dribble it down while the other person would just continually <laughs> just do these vodka shots and gargle it and just get exhausted. And he did it to uh, 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 Vince's son, Shane, and just got him completely fucking obliterated. <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, I, I totally agree that uh, like uh, partying with wrestlers especially you know before social media would have been uh would have been pretty crazy shit to see mm-hmm. finally the last thing i uh, wanted to talk about before we get to our preview is uh uh well actually there's two things one uh is just this hilarious story of uh espn um pulling an announcer have you heard about this uh, they pulled an announcer from an upcoming University of Virginia Cavaliers college football game because um, you know all the stuff that's mm-hmm. happened in Virginia. Uh, they pulled him because the guy's name is Robert Lee. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, man, that sucks. Um, now, now, Robert Lee, who is an Asian American, <laughs> um, they, uh, they, like, they didn't tell him he... Like, they didn't pull him. They said that they mutually agreed to move him to a different game outside of Virginia because ESPN was worried that he would be harassed with uh, internet memes and yeah. stuff like that. But guess what happened anyway? <laughs> well, they drew Once attention the to it. Yeah. They drew attention to it. Yeah. And the story broke up. <laughs> but I think it's the most insanely ridiculous thing to try to avoid any, you know, controversy because of what's going on in uh, in that part of the United States of America with with all the stuff that's been happening down there to to not draw any attention to themselves in in that state <laughs> I think that that was probably the yeah right like choice. you don't let people know if you're doing that or yeah <laughs> because you know, you know what would happen if uh, if a man named Robert Lee who is Asian American who just announced the college football game with with Nothing else. Nothing would happen. Yeah, <laughs> no one would care. <laughs> or there might be one tweet, <laughs> Robert Lee, and that's it. But since they called attention to it, and uh, poor the la- Robert Lee, poor Robert Lee. <laughs> the last thing I did want to talk to you about is something that I uh, I tweeted out to you about uh, the East Coast Hockey oh, League. Oh yes, yes. And the the team in Alaska, the Aces, is moving to Portland, Maine, starting in uh, in twenty eighteen. Big move. It's a big as far move. As you can it's very far. Move. Um, um, Portland used to have a team a long time ago. They, they, uh, I think they won the first two American Hockey League Calder Cups, uh, but they haven't had professional hockey. In the, weren't they like the Seals or something like that? Uh, I think they were. I think they were the Portland Mariners. Okay. Um, but anyway, so um, when they announced that the the team was coming back, they wanted suggestions from new fans uh of what to name this team and so they uh they narrowed it down to five choices and the uh and the five people who were the first to suggest those names i guess are kind of all in a contest now and um the uh if they pick the team name that you suggested and then they get like uh uh four four uh, season tickets for the inaugural season and like a team signed Jersey and you get to drop the puck on the first face off of the first game. So pretty cool prize yeah. for, for like a, 
a minor professional hockey team. And so the the final five choices that you can vote on, you can vote now still, um, are the Mariners, because of the link to the, the, the old team, the Watchmen, uh, which references the uh, the number of lighthouses okay. in the main area. There's the Lumberjacks, pretty self-explanatory. Um, there's our favorite, the the puffins, uh, in line with pelicans and other birds. In, uh, and well, it's a it's a very popular bird in that area, but the the rest of the internet, other than you and I, think the the team should go with the wild blueberries. That's the <laughs> that's the fifth option. That yeah, yeah, the wild blueberries. Now, I, uh, I there's a lot of marketing potential for there. Um, I kind of would like to see that blueberry colored jersey. I think that would look pretty sharp on the ice. Uh, I'm not excited about the angry blueberry logo that they're gonna have. It's probably gonna be a blueberry <laughs> with an angry face holding a hockey stick or something. And then the mascot potential for the blueberries, something I'm not very excited about. But a puffin, I'm stoked about. I think the Portland puffins is fantastic. I do too. And it's a bird that doesn't get enough credit or airtime. Totally agree. I want the puffin involved. I just voted. Did you really? Yeah. (laughs) For the puffin. Wild blueberries is the worst. Yeah. Do they have any results right now of no. what's leading? No. Okay. They only have 569 followers, so. Eh. It's pretty good. How many people live in Portland, Maine? Oh. Let's take a guess. I'm going to say 650,000. I'm going to go higher. 651,000. 66,000. Oh, we were way over. It's a very small area. 66,000 people and they got a hockey team? That's amazing. I think it represents all of Maine. I wonder if they're going to be known as the Maine something. What's the population of Maine? Let's see how off of all of Maine. But I mean, we really don't know anything about the United States of America. So other than the sports teams. 1.3 mil. So not really, right. not really a big state. No, not a lot of people. NFL, yes, football. Finally, you're. I'm sorry for. Did I take no, too just, long? Just in general. Oh, like, just in general. Finally, football's here. A sport that actually is good. How? Uh, God bless Roger Goodell and his amazing league. Are you? Do you have any uh, like like tickets? Couple games. That's about it. No seasons. No seasons. You don't really want to go to too many Bills games. Uh, I will still probably go to more than that, but it's how not is, looking like it's going to be the best season. For the how Bills. is the the drive to get to the stadium on game day? Oh, it's amazing. Uh, an hour, maybe. So not a lot of traffic going in? No, depending on which way you go, like once you pick up a few tricks and stuff, it's it's not too bad. And what about after the game? It can be bad. kind of depends when you leave. If you stay to the end of the game and then leave then, or do you are you allowed to stay and crack open the grill again or Oh yeah. Sometimes we'll just stay a couple hours after and wait for traffic to die down, but the border's still usually kind The border of bad. is tough. 
So it's good if everyone you can get a pass, a Nexus pass, trusted travelers, and kind of take a fast lane. So right, that helps. If you have someone that has one, everyone in the car has to have it. Oh, to use that lane, everyone in the car has to have their own. But like, so do you have to hand them all the passes? Yeah. Wow. Huh. But it is good. It is good. Mm-hmm. Do you have one then? Yes. For that purpose. Yeah, or just going to the states. Yeah. To get baby blues. Not so much these days, but uh, yeah, yeah. But that's what it was for. Yeah, right? It's good. Huh. So we're going to talk about uh, each of the divisions. We're going to talk about how we feel uh, each of the teams are going to do in the divisions. And then uh, we'll uh, pick our division winners. And then we'll, uh, at the end of uh, each conference, we'll add in our wild cards and do the playoff run. And then we'll jump to, uh, the, we'll start with the AFC and then we'll jump to the NFC. Mm-hmm. How does that sound? Sure. All right, so we always start with the AFC East because the team that you cheer for and the team that I cheer for are in that division. And there's been a lot of news regarding both teams. Yes. So uh, the first thing is Ryan Tannehill going down with an injury, which is now a season-ending injury. And so the options for quarterbacks out there, I mean, there's, there's lots of names. There's, you know, Tim Tebow. There's uh, Johnny Manziel, um, but uh, Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, and then the one they went with is Jake Cutler. Now, I don't know if it's the best thing for the future. I would rather have Jake Cutler than Ryan Tannehill as my quarterback. Uh, I mean, that's not really saying too much, but I mean, it, he probably is better. Um, he can throw further, and. Uh, you know, he does have a relationship with the coach. I mean, the coach that is there was his offensive coordinator when he had his most productive seasons in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So that means something. Um, are you surprised that Colin Kaepernick is not getting a job in the NFL? Uh, I don't know if surprised is the right right word. Do you think it's m- mostly because of his peaceful anthem protest i do not i i i watched him play last year he did not look good so you think the last two years he's been so you think it's more that he's not as good as he used to be and there are better options out there for starting quarterbacks um than than anything else well i think it's a a bunch of things one is i think he said he wants to be a starter for sure he doesn't want to be a back so it, it could be a money thing. I don't know how much he's willing to play for either, like what his cutoff is for salary. Uh, so there, there's money, there's skill level, and if you, if you factor in, which I'm sure teams are, like just the attention you're going to get or media attention or distract potential distraction. I mean, every team's doing it now anyway. So right. it's uh, it's I think it's going to be part of the whole season, the protests. So I, I don't know if it's that so much or just evaluating how much he wants versus how good he is at this point. And I think as far as the Dolphins go, I think two other factors for them were um, how he was wearing the the socks with uh, the pigs dressed up as police officers. That was kind of a big thing. And how forgot about that. He, you know, was and there was one point where the, uh, police officers in San Francisco were 
they they didn't even want to have a presence at the games because they felt disrespected. And the other thing is his whole um, Castro thing, and he was wearing the the, the Castro shirt. Yeah, Miami. Miami's a Cuba. pretty big Cuban population there. Yeah, that's true. So I get why they didn't go with Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. I, I understand that you know. Is he better than Cutler? Is he not better than Cutler? Like it's that. They're both re- kind of shit. Yeah, and um, I think uh, why cause that local problem? They can just have the one shit guy without having that kind of a headache. Yeah, the big question is: Do you re-sign Tannehill? Because it's the end of his contract. Yeah, and if you don't. You know he's going to be amazing wherever he goes. Probably. <laughs> He'll turn it around. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe the Colts want to get rid of Andrew Luck. I don't think so. Probably not. He is, he ha- Andrew Luck has been a disappointment, though. You, I think he totally has been a disappointment. This was, like, basically supposed to, after Peyton Manning left, maintain the state of the franchise, and I'm not putting it all on him like their drafts and like he had general the, managing has been terrible but his, his first year we was pretty good i think that's mm-hmm. why everybody was saying oh all right well they got this guy now and yeah it's been uh i mean he, yes he got hurt and uh they've had a lot of bad players and but, i don't but i don't still. think he's bad but no the hype level when he came into the league was insane yes now, he came in the same year with Tannehill and who was the other guy? RG3 and... Uh, That's right, RG3 as well. Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson. That's right. And uh, Manziel was the year after that or two, two years, years after, after that. But uh, yeah, so a lot of stuff that's going on with the Dolphins. But now they have Jake Cutler and I'm not pleased about it. But, you know, there really wasn't much of a, a better option out there. Yeah. So the Bills... They made a big trade and traded away Sammy a Watkins, <laughs> which is huge. If you know, I, I don't know if you noticed the absence of the autographed Sammy Watkins picture that used to be there. I didn't. I did not notice it was gone. <laughs> it was why did to- you get, why it was you get torn rid- up, thrown because, in the trash? Because you were mad at Sammy? No, I'm not mad at Sammy. Oh. I actually like the trade. I'm happy. So you like trade? And then they went and they signed Anquan Bolden, who then promptly retired. And traded for Jordan Matthews. And traded for Jordan Matthews. I was that's, that's who they got for. No, that was two separate trades, yeah. right? They traded Darby, right? For uh, it was like they swapped corners and wide receivers. Yes, two different teams. Yes, so Darby for EJ Gaines, right? And then Sammy Watkins for uh, no, sorry, Sammy Watkins for EJ Gaines. Yes, and a pick and. Darby for Jordan Matthews. For Jordan Matthews. Yes. I love Darby. I was really sad to see him go. I always thought he was better than Gilmore. So yeah. the two trades, you think the Bills are better based on those two trades? A better team this year? Yeah. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I don't think they have a chance of winning this year. Right. Who's their quarterback? Tyrod Taylor. Oh, that's right. right. Who I still love, even though he had one of the worst preseason games ever. Right. Uh, I still like him a lot. I'm glad that they're getting picks and getting ready for future years. This coach seems to have a a good plan. I I don't think they'll be horrible either. I don't don't think it'll be a disaster, but I don't think it's going to be a great season. 
but neither one of our teams are going to win the division, but neither one of our teams are going to finish last in the division either. I think the Bills could give it a run. <laughs> really? You think the Bills are worse off than the Jets? There's a scenario where the Bills, you know, bench or do something with Tyrod Taylor and uh, this Peterman rookie they have has been playing pretty good. They see what he's got and fully go into tank mode. I could see that happening. I could see the Jets going 0-16. I have them going 1-15. Oh, okay. But, I mean, their their coach is pretty good. If they get some kind of spark at quarterback unexpectedly, they might not be half bad. Are both of the Ryans gone from? Yes. They're both gone. Yes. And you're happy about that. Uh, Who's their coach now? Uh, what's his name? <laughs> Sean McDermott. Oh, right, right. Former defensive coach for the Carolina Panthers. Right. And then, uh, yeah, so I, I think the Jets are going to be god-awful. Um, I think, I think obviously the Pats are going to win the division. Yes. But the thing I was hinting at earlier, which no one is talking about, in fact, scoffing at is a real thing. What is, what is your real thing? It's auspicious, but kind of real. What? The Madden curse. Who's ever on the cover? Yes. And it's, is it Tom Brady? It is. And they made promotional material laughing at the Madden curse. Right. Where he's breaking mirrors and all this. Well, I mean, he is also 40 years old. Yeah. So. I, 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 the Madden curse is kind of real. Okay. So you, are you saying that, uh, um, like that he's going to get hurt or do you think he's just going to have a bad season or. Who knows? Right. It shows itself in many forms, but I wouldn't scoff at it and I wouldn't make fun of it. I'm basically hoping that that right. Happens. Do you believe in curses? No. Okay. No. All right. I, all right. I am this year, though. I'm choosing are, to believe. You're choosing to believe. So, um, then what is your prediction on their season? Fourteen and two. Okay. <laughs> and that's with uh, they almost without have like a Brady injury. One of the easiest schedules in the NFL to they, boot. They do have an easy schedule. So yeah. it's like, you know, what's crazy? These guys are so fucking lucky. And now Gilmore who got called for a penalty, uh, was terrible on the Bills, is suddenly going to be amazing. Probably. So same with Gillisley. The- yes. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with that. <laughs> um, what's really crazy is that the Dolphins don't play the Patriots or the Bills until week 12. Yeah. That's They're, weird. A lot of uh, backloaded AFC East. Yeah, they, they play the Pats, Denver, the Pats, and then I think it's the Bills – Maybe Baltimore, and then the Bills, Bills again. again. Yeah. It's weird. It is. It is very strange scheduling. When I was going through each game, I'm like, wow, this is yeah. kind of fucked. So, um, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if the Pats went 16-0. and I think they're going to be in that 14-2, 13-3 range. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to, you know, the, they love these 8-8 eight eight seasons. <laughs> I think they're probably going to be eight and eight again. I have them at five and eleven. Oh, so even worse than I think. Yeah, and, and the then, Bills three and thirteen, and then the Jets you have at one and fifteen. Yeah, yeah, that's you know. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if those were the records, uh, but uh, I, I think that's pretty much the order of one, two, three, four. I mean, there are people out there that think the Dolphins are going to get a wild card. I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, it's it's obviously possible. But I would say the biggest 
thing for me as to why they will all these teams in the division except for the Patriots, they're playing the NFC South, which is a pretty good division yeah. in my opinion. And I just I think that'll affect how their seasons go down. Yeah. I mean like the But I've a uh, hot take prediction or semi bold. Right. Is it ultra bold? Well also let's Well let me hear it. I'll week one Jets beat the Bills in Buffalo. Week two, Buffalo beats Carolina in Carolina. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's my prediction. I think that's I think Carolina I think that's ultra bold. Okay. Yeah. That is my ultra bold prediction. So if, Especially if, because it's their coach is Carolina's old coach that they might have a little information. Right. So who, uh, which teams are you going to see this year? Do you have your tickets yet? Mm, Do you I think, know? I think Saints and Jets, maybe. Not Mike, the first game. Might go to the home opener or Bucks. We'll see what Do happens. Do they have any? They don't. Obviously, they probably don't have a Monday game. Do they got a Sunday night game at all? I'm not sure. Yeah, my listing uh, sheet I have doesn't list times. But yeah, the East is again Patriots. I'm barring injury right. or right. Insane circumstances. Sure. Uh, AFC North. You got uh, the Steelers. You got the Ravens. You got the Bengals and the Browns. Mm-hmm. What uh, What are you feeling here? I think Pittsburgh is... These are not in, in original or fun choices. No. It's the same every year. Yeah, it uh, is. I think Cleveland could be pretty good. Okay. They've invested a lot in their offensive line. And the rookie quarterback apparently is looking decent, so they might go with him. If not, Deshaun Kaiser. Yes. Right. And what's who do they trade? Why can oh Brock Osweiler? I still don't know if he's that bad. Yeah. Yet. He he could have potential. So I I could see Cleveland or Baltimore potentially threatening for a wild card, but I, in in this projection I don't. I have Pittsburgh thirteen and three. I mean, Le'Veon Bell is the best. Yeah, I I, I, I was thinking twelve and four, but yeah, it's pretty good. Well, they play the NFC North, yes, which is a pretty bad division. Yes, and even Green Bay's defense is not that good. So, I think I I, I don't see much of an upside with Cleveland. I have them finishing last in the division. Um, I couldn't really decide between Cincinnati and Baltimore. I mean, they both have like. Games that they can win, and uh, but there's so many times where they've just been complete disappointments, and the Bengals do play the Ravens in Week 17, yeah, um, which I think is going to be a pretty key game. I don't think the Bengals are going to be good, right? Uh, I have 500 or worse, worse, worse. I'm at six and ten. Cleveland at five and eleven, Baltimore at eight and eight, and I just I think they're better than. Detroit and Chicago, who they play, they right. all play those teams, and that'll like bump up their records a bit. But ultimately, I don't see. I mean, any of these teams threatening for anything. Well, no, and the reason I'm not sure about Cincinnati is like they they have a pretty like really easy start. They play, I think they play the Ravens in Week One, and then they have Houston, Green Bay, Cleveland, and Buffalo. So I mean, they could. It wouldn't be a shock to see them start four and one, and and then people will start talking about them, and then mm-hmm. inevitably they will 
shit the bed. Another ultra bold prediction. All right. I don't think it's going to happen, but right. I can. A part of me wants to bet on this. Week one, Pittsburgh loses to Cleveland in Cleveland. I don't think you should bet on that. I think I'm going to. Are you, is Big Ben playing? Like, he's yeah. not hurt, so. No, he's playing. Lev Bell sat out of training camp pretty much. I don't think you should make that bet, but all the power to. I think it's a very good bet. I think the, <laughs> the odds will be very good, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. And Cleveland was actually not bad last year. They, they hung around with the Patriots, the Steelers a couple times, and inevitably every time that happened, whoever quarterback was playing and playing well would get hurt halfway through every game. And then all the other team would just blow them out for the second half of the game. I think they were up like 22 to nothing on Baltimore too. Is that, or is it the other way around? Anyway, I don't think they're that bad. Uh, you think they're better than the Bengals? Uh, it doesn't reflect it here, but I kind of want to switch it. I think they are better than the Bengals. And offensive line is huge. They have a much better offensive line. Kind of like them. But so, Not a lot of great receivers, though. But That's, Steelers and then the other three teams, just kind of like the AFC East. Yes. Not really uh, anything that the Steelers need to worry about. Uh, AFC West. This, to me, is probably the most interesting I think division this, in all of football. This is a crazy division because yeah. there are three de- like good to really good teams. And, and then you got the new Los Angeles team. I... Okay, this might be ultra bold. I have them winning the division. You have the Chargers. That's what I mean, because they're kind of like an unknown thing, right? Yeah. and They're uh, a lot healthier this year. Their D is way better. Bosa's an animal. I I like them. I don't think any one of these teams is finishing below 500. I think Uh, they're all going to be above 500. uh, The only one I have below 500 is Denver. Really, eh? I still think their offensive situation is very weak. You don't uh, you don't think Trevor Simeon is their guy? No, no. Well, he is their guy. I just don't right. think he's. The, you don't uh, think he's the guy? guy. <laughs> right? <laughs> he's not. A, he's not a guy. Uh, I have three of the teams from this division making the playoffs. So do I. I also have three <laughs> from this division making the playoffs. So we obviously have a difference because I don't think I don't think the Chargers are going to make the playoffs, but I, I think they're. Uh, they're all going to be really good teams, and these uh, these interdivision games, I think, are going to be the ones to to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have the Chargers winning the division. I have Oakland winning the division. Like Oakland had some shitty luck last year with their car, uh, you know, getting hurt, but they were they were really yeah. really good. I have them second, and even though. Chargers make the the playoffs. I have them losing early in the playoffs too. So. Right, and uh, and then the the Chiefs. We obviously have both making the playoffs yes. too. I think you know they're they love to be like that eleven and five team. Yeah, I have them at eleven and five. Yeah. No, no, sorry, I have them at nine and seven nine actually. And seven. Uh, but yeah, I think this. Uh, I think this is going to be the, the 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 division to watch. Yeah, because I have Oakland, then I have Denver finishing second and making the playoffs. I think with KC, the reason for the dip for me is I think they will change quarterbacks eventually. Whether right. it's like the record dropping and uh, like forcing the change, or they just make the change and 
they drop a couple of games as a result of putting in a new quarterback and whatever. Who is uh, their backup? Uh, they, they drafted. They moved up in the draft. Oh, they to drafted draft a guy. I can't remember his name right now. But it's a lot of talk is coming out that he is very good and they like him. So um, I think that change will happen this season. Tyreek Hill is also pretty good. Yeah, for sure. A lot of question marks at running back, but they've always seemed to find a way right. to make someone a great rusher on that team. And uh, the AFC South. Well, just one more thing oh, with sure. the West. I think the other biggest question mark, obviously you talked about it, is Derek Carr. Like, right. I don't know how serious his finger injury was. It's probably not good for a quarterback to ever have probably an not injury as, on probably their Probably not as serious <laughs> as Jason Pierre-Paul. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but, I mean, I, th- I think he'll be fine. Right. But that could be a, I mean, a yeah, big deal. Like, there are... Um, obviously lots of questions in that division, but uh, four good teams. Oh, and Marshawn Lynch. We haven't talked. He's coming Lynch. back. I don't, I love, I love him. He's one of my favorite guys ever. Right. I don't think he's going to be good. It's, you know, I guess we'll, we'll see. So I could what, actually see him getting hurt in the first three games. What year did they go to Vegas? I think the following is the following year or the one after. I think, uh, I think then will be my very first trip to Vegas to go for football and hockey. Maybe the Pelicans will move there too. Man, that would that. be good. <laughs> that would be amazing. I think now that the, uh, I mean, if the NHL and the NFL, I mean, the NFL will be a success in Vegas. I think if the NHL is a success, it's not going to be long until an NBA team is there. Yeah, I don't think the NHL team is going to be a success. Well, I mean, uh, it's. They're not going to have a lot of home fans, but I think, I mean, the games are going to sell out because they're going to be giving away a lot of free tickets. I think a lot of the casinos are going to be giving away tickets. That's a good point. And because uh, I think I think they're going to buy up a lot of those tickets. There's not going to be many empty seats. And I think there's going to be a lot, like when the Leafs are there, when the Habs are there, when the Canucks are there, when the Rangers are there, like when those big teams are all there. Um, it's going to be a pretty crazy environment because it's, you're looking at a minimum half and half. Yeah. You know, and then a lot of the other people, I mean, there's going to be your diehards and then there's just going to be the people who are on vacation, like from Korea or Italy and, and the casino gives them a pair of tickets and they go to a hockey game. Yeah. I don't think it's, I agree. That, that makes a lot of sense. The crowds are not going to be, you know. Right, T- tearing the roof off the place. Right. It's just not like Nashville yeah. was doing this year. But like I like I think that's why they're going to be successful. I'm not sure how successful the brand is going to be, but there's not going to be empty seats. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be like a cool experience to, you know, oh definitely to go, you know go down and, and and do both there. And if the NBA gets there, my God, oh, you go to Vegas so. for a week and you get uh, you get a football game, hockey, and basketball. And then just gamble away your life savings mm-hmm. and then just wake up covered in blow with a <laughs> prostitute and you're living life, man. If I can't have Seattle, I'll take Vegas for the Pelicans. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. So uh, Then they would change their name to? Mm, flamingos? Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> 
something bird oriented. Oh yeah, and it's got to be. Well, they would be the pink flamingos. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, AFC, AFC South. South. Um, four pretty bad teams. Yeah, I have the best team at nine and seven, and the worst team at seven and nine. Like all in the middle of the pack. Kind of an interesting, dirty division. Uh, a lot of unknowns, like Jacksonville. Bortles might be out at quarterback. They have a rookie running back who could be very good. Houston, probably starting rookie quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Indy, I think, is going to be shit again. Uh, but enough to win some divisional games, at least. So I, I have, I think... Houston winning the division at nine and seven hmm. just based on their defense. And every year they seem to be pretty good and they have a lot of talent. If Deshaun Watson is pretty good. I like Osweiler was terrible last year. So if he plays reasonably well, I think they win the division. Um, I have Tennessee winning the division at nine and seven. Um, but again, that all revolves around, um, how Mariota returns because I mean he had that pretty nasty broken leg, and uh, you know, and I I think he's a good quarterback, and uh, they've got uh, a pretty awesome O line as well, so I think they're going to win the division, um, and then I have uh, Indy after that, um, Houston and Jacksonville all with losing records. I have Jacksonville with a winning record, but I think I might have done this before. Bortles was. Potentially on his way out. Don't right. know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, Tennessee, I agree. There's a lot of talent there, but their coach does nothing for me. Okay. Mike Malarkey. I, I just I don't see it happening. So I'm pretty confident Houston will win the division. So I have the four division winners as Pats, Steelers, Oakland, and Tennessee. And I have Houston and the Chargers. Uh, my wild cards are Denver and KC. Mine are Oakland and KC. And I have uh, Pats winning the AFC. As do I. Against Pittsburgh. Against Pittsburgh. All right. Uh, NFC East. Uh, Again, a division that gets talked about constantly. I don't think any of these teams are that good. No. No, I don't think so either. Um, I... Uh, I mean, Dax is a good quarterback. I think the the Zeke suspension is a big deal. I I think it's a moderately big deal, but I think the biggest change for them is their schedule is going to be way harder this year. Yes, F- finishing first, and I I like Dax a lot. I don't think I think he falls off a bit this year, and I do have them winning the division, but at uh, nine and seven. Uh. I have them at nine and seven, but not winning the division. Giants. I have the Giants winning the division, but with also a nine and seven record. I had the exact same. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, Dallas getting the tiebreaker for whatever reason. Um, you know, it's something about. Uh, I've always had a soft spot for the Giants. I love their helmets. I like their gray pants. I hate Eli Manning. <laughs> See. I have a soft spot for the Giants because I'm a younger brother. and uh, Your older brother's a Cowboys fan. No. Just no? My oh. older brother's a douchebag. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so like Eli. 
like like gotcha. like Eli, okay. right? So uh, I like Eli because you know he's the younger brother, and um, you know he's got two rings. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a chance he's going in the Hall of Fame. I think he would have to. Um, you know, and I still think he's got enough left in his career that you know there's. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a third. It's possible. I I would say probably not. I mean, there's just something about the playoffs. And Eli Manning, that shit just happens. Yeah, for you know? sure. I was driving my car listening to a podcast today and talking about the Giants winning two Super Bowls. I'm like, how in the hell did that happen? It's kind of crazy. Yeah. I mean, like crazy stuff happened in both of those games. Yeah. And, uh, at, uh, you know, so you, you never know, but I do have the Giants winning and then I have the Eagles finishing third. Um, I don't know how bad the Beckham injury is yeah. from the other night. Did, yeah, the I hit mean, did not look good. It did not. <laughs> uh, uh, so we'll see how his ankle is um, before his injury. This is when I, I put this stuff yeah. together. So I guess we'll uh, we'll see. And then like Eagles, not a great team. I mean, I don't know. Like if you, I have them seven and nine. Yeah, that's what I have them at. And Washington eight and eight. How good do you think Carson Wentz is? I think he's okay. Yeah. I don't think he's horrible. Is he better than Dax? No. No. Uh yeah, this this whole NFC East has a, a tough uh, a tough uh, schedule as well. Like the Phillies are playing uh you know, they're at Washington, they're at KC, the Giants, the Chargers, uh Arizona, Carolina, like they got a, a Denver Dallas, they got a Seattle, they got a tough, tough yeah. schedule. Well, I think, although, again, this whole division being around 500 to me is they play the AFC West, which yeah. is the best division to me by far. So, but uh, yeah, we're pretty similar in thoughts on, on that. Yeah. Uh, NFC North, uh, I'm, I'm curious about how we're going to look at this one. Like, I have the Packers winning the division. As do I, 14 and 2. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't think they're going to have any trouble winning this division. I don't think so either. My 14 and two, like I just picked game by game and I'm looking at them like, there's no way they're going to be 14 and two. They always fuck up. Something goes wrong there. Their O-line fails them. Their D seems to never get over the hump, but I think my 14 and two is insane in retrospect, but uh, I still think they win the division. Um, I think the bears are going to be brutal. I have them at three and 13. Yeah. And uh, Detroit as well at three and thirteen. Really? Yeah. I have Detroit doing uh, being better than uh, the Vikings. I don't know, but how, that's not saying much. Yeah, I have the Vikings nine and seven, yeah. and uh, not making the playoffs. Yeah, I don't. I don't have either one of those teams making the playoffs either. But uh, um, I, I didn't see that much difference as as you did between Minnesota and Detroit. Jim, I just, Jim I wa- Caldwell. Jim Caldwell is kind of a wild card yeah. too. But I, I watched Detroit a lot last year because it's like it's on yeah. one of the, the channels we get, and they just I couldn't believe when they won half the time. Yeah, like they, a lot of their wins seem like flukes to me. Uh, well, they I were. Th- yeah, <laughs> they were. They didn't just seem like it. They actually were. Flukes. I don't think they're that good, and I kind of like Detroit, but I hope I'm wrong. So who's is it? Is it Teddy Bridgewater? I'm as far as I know, it's still Sam Bradford. He's Bradford, right? Bridgewater's still hurt or recovering. Yeah, 
Because he got knocked the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. So it's, yeah. Minnesota's D should still be decent. They're, like, rookie running back looks pretty good. I think they'll be okay. I like Minnesota. I like their coach. Um, NFC West. Um, I have Seattle winning the division. As do I. Uh, pretty easily. Pretty easily. Um, San Fran's a disaster. San Fran is a... Ugh, God. I think Kyle Shanahan will be good, though. I actually have them starting off rough, but squeaking out four wins. Yeah, I mean, um, I have them at two wins, but, uh, I, you know, I, I think uh, they've got... And I think John Lynch is... Uh, I think he's going to be uh, credible. And, uh, you know, it's going to take them a lot of time to, to get they're, back. They're the one team I could see being surprisingly good and like out of nowhere being nine and seven. <laughs> I don't know if I can see that, but um, I would, I would not be shocked if they were good. Um, and then, uh, I have the Cardinals finishing second. Me too. And then the Rams finishing third. Um, the Rams, I, I see, uh, the chargers being the better team out of LA by, I just would. Uh, I don't. I don't know by a lot, but uh, it's it's just crazy that now there are two teams in LA again. Yeah, I. I mean, it all comes down to Sammy Watkins, as it did in Buffalo. Like a lot of people, including myself, think he's going to have a good season because it's his last year of his contract. Right. He's looking for a big contract. I always felt that he was holding back in Buffalo, like probably could have played sometimes and didn't want to jeopardize his career, which I can kind of understand, but I don't think he was ever in on Buffalo at all or or giving it his all. So if he gives it his all in LA, they could be a bit better. Their quarterback still scares me. I don't. The problem is how do you get him the ball now? Because right. Goff did was pretty much a disaster last year. Yeah. So I don't know what happens there. And, I, I, think I my guess is not good things. You don't have the Cardinals making the playoffs. I do have them. I do. Yeah, I have them at eleven and five. At, uh, I, I mean, don't know how though, because Carson Palmer is shit. Uh, he's always been shit. I don't. There was one year they were talking about him for MVP. I still cannot fathom that. Well, it is he and Fitzgerald just find ways to win games. I guess he's a turd. I have him eleven and five, but <laughs> not he's, digging it. He's a turd. Yes. <laughs> And uh, Seattle will be good. Yeah, they, they have some. They have some changes. Like a lot of the, the you know, a lot of the faces that they've had over the last few years are are like gone because Lynch is gone and uh, Sherman's gone. No, no, he's no, he's still there. Um, but uh, you know, I they they still have. Uh, I always want to say Russell Westbrook, and I don't know why I want to say that. I don't either. But I think Russell Wilson is very good. Their home field is always a factor. Thirteenth man. I mean, the biggest like unknown with them is running back. Like you got Lacey going there. Mm-hmm. Could be good. Could be Rawls and Procise backing him up. It's what kind of shape is Lacey going to be in though? I'm pretty sure he has incentives or contract requirements to be in shape. So. 
if he turns out to be really good, that could they could be even better than I think. Gonna he's be. just he's going to get to Seattle, just drink a lot of Starbucks, listen to some grunge, wear plaid. Yeah, wear a lot. Of <laughs> he's going to show up in shape. Uh, and then the the NFC South. I think this division is really good. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I have Carolina winning it this year. Okay. I think they're going to have a bounce back season. It'll be eleven and five. I think I have three teams from this division making the playoffs. Really? Yeah. Uh, Interesting. Atlanta, I think, is going to not be great, but still make the playoffs. I have them at ten and six, and I also have Tampa Bay at ten and six. I have Tampa Bay at ten and six. I think Tampa was actually going to win the division. Um, Has it been a different division winner like three years in a row? Or oh no, Carolina won three years in a row. Yes. And then Atlanta. Right, yes. So, um, yeah, I think uh, Atlanta's, um, I think they're going to have some issues just uh, because of how they lost that Super Bowl. It could be the opposite, though. They could come back even. I don't think that's ever even happened before. Yeah, it was rough. Yeah. I was loving it because right. I, I was making money, but. Right. Uh, I think, like, Julio Jones is still amazing. Right. Their offense is going to be great. Their defense played good in the Super Bowl up until a point, so. Do you know who the last team to make it back to the Super Bowl after losing the Super Bowl was? The Buffalo Bills. Bills. And now, when you think that, like, that was early 90s. Like, in retrospect, what they did was fucking incredible. Mm -hmm. You know? Like getting to the Super Bowl four straight years. The Patriots never did it after they lost to the Giants. They know to get back to the Super Bowl. No, hmm. but yeah, I, I like I said, I don't have Atlanta making the Super Bowl at all. I just right. I have right. them being eliminated in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I have Carolina third, and then uh, the Saints, who are going to be uh, garbage. I think they're going to be okay. I have them at eight and eight. I think. I don't know put why. A lot of, put a lot of faith in uh, the in AFC South is the division. I w- if I was ranking quality of divisions, AFC West would be number one, and NFC South would be number two. I mean, uh, New Orleans, uh, they have to play the Pats. You know, they play uh, Carolina. They've got Green Bay. They play Tampa Bay. They also get to play the Jets and Buffalo and Miami. That's true. So that's three wins. I think they'll be good. Yeah, maybe. You can uh, never doubt their offense. So I have uh, uh, the Packers and the Seahawks seeded one and two. Me too. And then I have uh, Tampa Bay and the Giants winning those divisions. I have Carolina and Dallas. And then I have Dallas and the Cardinals in the wild card. Oh, I screwed up. I don't have... Sorry, Tampa Bay is not making the playoffs for me. Okay. Take it back. Dallas and Carolina, and then the wild cards are... uh, Cardinals. Cardinals and Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. See, I don't have the Falcons making the playoffs. Uh, And then I have uh, have the Packers winning the, uh, the NFC. I have the Seattle Seahawks. And another Super Bowl rematch, and... I have the Patriots winning I again. I have uh, the Patriots beating the Packers. I think 
the Patriots beating the Packers is probably what the NFL would love to have, have Aaron Rodgers and well, Tom Brady yeah. in the Super Bowl. It's always been, I guess, the last four years. Yeah. Uh, a lot of predictions at the beginning of the season were that it would be Pats and pa- Packers and never works out. We never get Bra- Brady v. Rodgers. No. Maybe this year it'll happen. I don't think so. No. I think hopefully, aside from the Madden curse, the Frank prediction curse strikes. <laughs> the Frank prediction. And New England falls from grace. I really hate the Pats. You know, I like watching them play. As as much as I don't like watching them uh, trounce the Dolphins all the time. Although, the Dolphins, more often than not, win that game in Miami. Mm -hmm. For Um, me, it is pure jealousy. Right. Like, so much sustained success. Wallowing in loss in Buffalo. It's just, it's not fair. And then you look at a guy like Tom Brady, who is a, a tremendous athlete, can't run very fast, but he's still a tremendous athlete, um, makes a lot of money, he's a good-looking guy, uh, he's married to a supermodel that probably makes twice as much as he does, and uh, he's got a pretty fantastic life. Probably. I can't get into Tom's head. Right. But I... That Madden curse is just looming. Get ready, Brady. Um, it really bothers me that there's a special edition of Madden called the the greatest of all time edition with Brady on the cover. It disgusts me. You don't think he's the goat? I don't like the term goat. Right. Because then people use it as a bad thing too. scapegoat or goat. Doesn't work for me. And uh, he is the best quarterback probably of all time, but. I don't need to see it on my video games. Fair enough. I think it's a bit bold to do it before his career is over. Did you see who's on the cover of uh, NBA 2K18? Kobe? No. Michael Jordan? No. No, I don't. He's wearing a Cavs jersey, unfortunately. Kyrie. Really? (laughs) Yeah. Well, they'll probably change that. They'll probably change that. It might be him. He'll he'll have a Boston. uh, Maybe they'll put him on a Team USA jersey. Or the Celtics. Yeah. So, NFL, I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. Have you watched much Every preseason? Every sport pales in comparison, though. No. Have you watched any preseason? A little. I put a little bit on. I yeah. I, I put it on when I'm doing something else, just so I can hear the sweet sounds of football commentary. Most of what I've seen is at bars or whatever. Right. In the background. Because uh, you have a drinking problem. Yeah. And you're always at the bar. <laughs> So, so one thing. It's Hanks. Yeah, Hanks. Our baseball team plays two days a week, so it's usually after that. And you go to Hanks. Yeah. I prefer the pub and the mall to drink at. Yeah. Better Hanks, food yeah. there. No way. Oh yeah. Fuck no. Man, their their French onion soup or their shepherd's pie. Sweet. It is good. It's a good place. I like that place too. What do you get at Hanks? Mm, usually some. Chips or fries, we like the table just gets stuff yeah, and yeah. split up. Wings, pizza, the classics, matzo sticks, classic bar food. Poppers, yeah. no, you're not a spicy food guy. No, we never, we just never got the poppers. What? Yeah, a jalapeno popper is essential. No. Oh my god, this podcast is over. <laughs> uh, all right, so the, we haven't really talked much about uh, Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor. 
It's uh, what could be the biggest fight ever. It's happening this Saturday. And um, what people are claiming will be the worst fight ever. Uh, they, some predictions are up to 5 million pay-per-view buys for this thing. Um, the money that these guys are getting for this fight is insane. Um, like the what, hype is the at hype, a level I've never seen for anything. What probably will happen. I mean, okay. So here's the thing. There's a lot of MMA fans. A lot of people think that, you know, McGregor just needs to get that one shot in Floyd Mayweather is 49 and O facing the world's greatest boxers over his career. And boxers who have trained for 10, 15, 20 years at boxing have not been able to land the shot on. Uh, he's the greatest defensive boxer. He could be the greatest defensive boxer of all time. And then people just can't lay shots on him. And most of his fights go the full rounds, and he wins a lot of his fights by decision. That's just how he's been. And so... The people who are thinking this guy, who is a little bit bigger, is going to be able to get in there and and get that shot in uh, when people who have trained for, you know, a decade or longer more than he has, I think is crazy. Yes, Floyd is older. That's the biggest thing. And uh, 40 versus 29. And, you know, Connor's a little unpredictable. People are saying that the they're using lighter gloves and that's going to give Connor an advantage. It's not uh, because the gloves he's going to be wearing are heavier than the ones he's used to, and Floyd trains with the gloves that they're using as opposed to the ones that are that are regular for boxing. Um, is it possible that when that bell rings, that McGregor just like sprints across and and tries to lay one on him? I think what's going to happen. Um, my two likely scenarios are one, McGregor misses weight. <laughs> really? Yes. And so, what happens in that scenario? Um, well, basically, it's up to Floyd. Uh, um, I know in the UFC that if they decide to go with the fight, then twenty percent of the other guy's purse goes to the other person automatically. Uh, I don't know what the rules in boxing are, uh, but I believe Floyd can say no, especially if he misses weight by a lot. Just not actually have the fight. Um, but I think what more than likely is going to happen is that McGregor is going to get DQ'd. Okay. I think he's gonna he's gonna get super excited if if because if he lands something, I think uh, you know he's been trained for years to when you get that one shot you pounce and you keep swinging. But if if he gets if he does hit Floyd and Floyd goes down. And he hits him like he can't do that in boxing. And I think there's there's going to be a lot. Of, he's going to get a lot of warnings from that referee. And I think he's end up going to get disqualified from the fight. That's what I think is going to happen. Hmm. And what do you think is going to happen? Mm, everyone's saying Mayweather's going to win, right? Right. It's got to be McGregor. <laughs> uh, so as of I think as of a couple of days ago, there have been like. Um, 300 or so bets on Floyd winning, but there have been like 6,000 bets on McGregor winning. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's not the favorite. And, uh, so people, and people think that he, he can win this fight. And so they're putting money on him. 
But anyway, so what I wanted to do... I, I think probably Decision Mayweather seems like the most likely thing. Right. So I've got a printed list of uh, a lot of the prop bets for this fight. Okay. And so what we're going to do, we're going to play a little game. Um, I'm going to give you the prop bet, and I'm going to give you the two choices, and then you're going to guess what the favorite is. Okay. Fair enough? Yep. Yeah. And then uh, we'll see how you do. There are, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, fourteen, twenty-one. That's a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> okay. It's not going to take very long, though. Okay. All right. And so you keep track of how many you get right. Zero. All right. So first one is who will have more people with them during the fight walkout, Floyd or Connor? Who's the favorite? Floyd. Correct. Which fighter will have a longer fight walkout, Floyd or Connor? Floyd. Correct. Uh, will Floyd Mayweather wear a the money team hat during the walkout? Yes or no? What's the favorite? Yes or no? Yes. No. Wrong. <laughs> uh, will Lil Wayne wear a shirt during the fight walkout? Yes or no? Just a shirt. A shirt. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, yes. That is the favorite. Uh, will Nate Diaz walk out with Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather? No. Correct. Will Justin Bieber walk out with Floyd Mayweather? No. Correct. It's got to be a heavy favorite at this point. Maybe that's the side bet. He's like, like building this controversy with Bieber. So on the DL, he, he set up this prop so that he can bet on it. I believe Floyd is putting a lot of money on himself in this fight. <laughs> Um, uh, all right. Total Donald Trump tweets on the day of the fight over 6.5 under 6.5. What's the favorite million? No total tweets. Oh, from Donald Trump, from Donald Trump. Who under incorrect. Uh, will either corner throw in the towel? No, correct. Will either fighter lose their mouthpiece during the fight? Yes. Incorrect. Who will be the first fighter to bleed? Who's the favorite to bleed first? Hmm. Mayweather. Connor is the favorite to bleed first. Will there be a boxing rematch in 2018 between these two? Mm, no. Correct. Uh, okay, we're going to skip this one because I don't know what the other option is. <laughs> Um, will Conor McGregor fight in the UFC in 2017? Yes. No is the favorite. Will there be an MMA rematch in 2018? No. <laughs> that is uh minus 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> um all right, so here's uh, these ones are uh um uh cross sport prop bets. Okay? Uh what will there be more of? Total knockdowns by Conor McGregor? Total home runs by Giancarlo Stanton on August 26th. Giancarlo. McGregor is the favorite. Even odds for a Giancarlo. Okay. Uh, What will there be more of? Total punches landed by Conor McGregor in the fight. Total points in the margin of victory of Stanford versus Rice. Fuck. uh, Total punches. Correct. What will there be more of? 
Total runs in the Twins versus Blue Jays game on August 26th. Completed rounds in the fight. Completed rounds. No, that's an even. Uh, the favorite is total runs in the ball game. Hmm. Uh, what will there be more of? Total runs in the Mariners Yankees game or completed rounds in the fight? Uh, Yankees Mariners. Correct. Uh, what will there be more of? Strikeouts by Madison Baumgartner or completed rounds in the fight? Completed rounds. Correct. What will there be more of? Strikeouts by Cole Hamels or completed rounds? Completed rounds. Yeah. And uh, what will there be more of? Strikeouts by Sonny Gray or completed rounds? Completed rounds. Correct. So how did you do? Thir- 13. Out of 20. That's not bad. 70%? Yeah. Is that 75? 65. 65%. Not bad at all. I'll take it. Like, I think prop betting is insane. Like, the, the Super Bowl ones are, you know, they're always fantastic. And My favorite out of that whole list is Will Little Wayne. Little Wayne Ware, <laughs> sure. For sure. It's, it's clearly the best one. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, let's get into uh, some sack time. If you want to send us some uh, questions or comments on the show, we would love to hear it. Uh, you can email them at, uh, at Podcast uh, at gmail.com, or you can uh, send us some tweets. Uh, at Ball Jump Podcast, at The Gas Man Lives, or at Dirty Frank, three R's in Dirty. Uh, first one comes from uh, Frank TJ Mackey. This is an NFL question. Uh, so he wanted us to talk about Zeke's suspension. Is that is that a Twitter one? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, and uh, which we did. Uh, will Dak take care of business alone? Uh you thought they would win the division. He will marginally take care he of business. He will marginally. Uh, will Alfred Morris step up? I've always liked Alfred Morris. Yeah. I, when it was between him and McFadden, I thought Alfred, I thought Alfred Morris kind of got shit end of the stick in Washington, too. I, I like that guy. Um, but is, it, uh, is, is all that stuff even that serious of an issue altogether? Like the Zeke suspension and stuff like that? Yeah. Or? Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, I think it's a big deal too. Especially now, today he was on party boats and stuff and going crazy. Uh, next one is from uh, Jared. And sorry, their line got worse too. Their offense. There did it did. Uh, next one's from Jared Gordon. It said, "Hey guys, I'd love to hear your takes on Frank's beloved Cleveland sports." I also love Cleveland sports. So why are they your beloved Cleveland sports? I think it's because if the I said if the Bills ever moved to Toronto. I'd become a Browns fan. You'd become a Browns fan. And I love LeBron. All right. Uh, Cavs Kyrie trade. We talked about that. Will LeBron leave? We talked about that. Indians, can they get back to the World Series? I think so. They, they can. I they, love them. They've got a good team. Um, they've got EE in his fucking arm. I got to try to get playoff tickets you when should. I go on sale. Yeah, you should. Because I, I always check too late. Same with the Cavs last two uh, and Jared says the Browns, they are bad, but can they ever be not bad? You don't think they're going to be that bad? I think they could be good this year. Right, so I said that go. last year too. You did. <laughs> uh, all right. And the last one is from uh, Matt uh, Boilo. I apologize if I got that one wrong. Hey, Greg and Frank. I was wondering why you guys never talk about the CFL. This 2017 CFL season has been really exciting with close games every week. And for a guy like me who doesn't care for baseball, it's a great way to beat the summertime sports blues. I'm sure you've got a great reason to ignore the great Canadian pastime, and I can't wait to hear it. I will answer it. Uh, Frank does not give a shit about the CFL? No. You don't? Well, I 
No, that's incorrect. Oh, really? I'm getting there. Really? Because I have... You never used to be. I know. You never never used to care. I know. But lately, I've watched a few games here and there, and it's pretty entertaining. It's very entertaining. Compared to sports that seem fixed and I've lost passion for, the CFL is gaining ground just for being football. And I like it. Now, for you, you I'll answer for you. (laughs) The Tiger Tiger Cats are are fucking garbage. Are they 0-9 now or 0-8 still? They're 0-8. They're garbage. They can't fucking win a game it's insane like there was <sighs> they have an amazing new stadium yeah you know and they've 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 got a good quarterback the problem is is that they just don't have any guys to catch the ball anymore um uh Fantuz is 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 hurt and uh bakari grant left uh uh greg uh what's his name is in is in ottawa now um like they're they're running back CJ Gable is uh you know he's slower and uh you know they've got uh Brandon Banks on special teams and you know he's always good for a bunch of exciting plays but they're they're missing a lot i mean there was a uh, a lot of talk in the Hamilton area uh to get the Tie Cats to go into their uh their their NFL contract rights and give Johnny football a try. Why not? Um, well, I, I just think the problem is that uh, I don't think they think the, their quarterback is the problem. Um, uh, I don't know. I, the worst part and, with the CFL is like, even if you're 0-8, the bright side would be, oh, you're going to get a good draft pick or something, right? Like, yeah. There's no equivalent to that in the CFL. No, no. And, and usually like the top... I mean, the top draft picks are usually like guys that play the line from Canadian University. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, which, you know, having a good offensive line, a good defense line is important. It, but, uh, like, yeah, the the Cats just find fucking ways to, like, they lost one game this year. I think it was 60 to 1 or 50 to 1. It was one of those two. Yeah. They, they got one fucking point. They got one rouge, <laughs> which is that's fucking insane. nuts. Yes, one. So like I have, I've not been able to make it through an entire. T- Actually, no, I did make it through one tie cats game. Uh, they had the lead and then lost it in the last minute. Hmm. And that was the only game I made it through the end because I thought I think it was opening week of the CFL season. There was like two amazing games the same night. Like, the like Calgary, BC, and Edmonton, and Saskatchewan. All the fucking amazing football teams. Aren't and the Red Blacks good too? Uh, the, the Red Blacks uh, and the Argo, like the Red Blacks are, are good because of who they have to play against. Because okay. uh, the, the Argos are rebuilding, the Ticats are shit, and the, and the Avs are rebuilding. Or the Alouettes are rebuilding. So uh, the Red Blacks are, 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 can win games, but it's, you know, it's okay. when you're playing most of the East and they're all shit. It's like the four best teams are are on the West Coast, and uh, when they do the crossover for the playoffs, you know about that? No. If the like uh, uh, the first place and the West and the East, you know, get the bye, and then you know, usually it's number two and three play, and then the winner plays first in the semifinals. Yeah. Uh, but if the the fourth place West team is has a better record than the third place East team, they jump across. Oh, okay. So it's more of a reward for good football teams. Yeah, that's good. Um, 
There's lots of times we've talked about that in, in, for the NBA, for the so, NBA yeah, to yeah. do stuff like that. So uh, for the longest time, Frank was not a fan of the CFL, so you know it was hard for me to get into much discussion about it. But now that you are, I'm not there yet. You're, but you're, I'm getting there. You're getting there, and uh, Canadian referees do not have an agenda. <laughs> <laughs> no agenda That's whatsoever. Good. That's good. And uh, if you're lucky enough and you get the one French Canadian ref uh, who did the Great Cup last year, who is like it couldn't can't be any more Canadian to have that accent. Hmm. Uh, calling uh, the penalties and stuff. Maybe Jerome Boger will be uh, <laughs> d- demoted to the CFL. So, uh, yeah. So those are our uh, sack time questions. Thanks for sending them in, uh, fellas. And uh, we appreciate anything uh, that you want to uh, send our way as well. Uh, and once again, you can always email us at uh, balljunkpodcast at gmail.com and send us some tweets uh, at balljunkpodcast, at the gas man lives, and at dirty frank, three R's in dirty. So we're just dirty. winding down uh, this episode of the podcast. I'm tightening up. You're tightening up? Yeah. You're getting ready for the gas pedal? Yeah. Just sphinctering. <laughs> so uh, what are we going to have? When's, when's our next show? I mean, uh, obviously, we're, we are going to end up doing our NBA preview like we always do in October. Yeah. I think I'd like to try to fit a show in between that. Okay. And I think we, we haven't reviewed anything. Is there anything to review? As far as new stuff? No. But I think there's some classic things that we, uh, we okay. can find uh, to base the show around. I know we've talked about doing the Mighty Ducks. I mean, we've, you know, and, you know, we can, um, we can do like uh and like a boys of summer end of baseball thing and do a couple of baseball movies or we can do groups of stuff like that. Okay. Uh we can do Kevin Costner baseball. For love of the game. Just for love of the Just game. Just for love of the game. <laughs> Brand new on Baby Blue. <laughs> All right. So are you ready for the gas pedal? I think so. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh don't forget to uh Download, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating on uh, iTunes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, tell your friends. Tell your friends about the show. We talk about balls. We talk about rackets and sticks and uh, and all kinds of sports jargon. And then we even... Puffins. We'll talk about the puffins. <laughs> like, we will give you round-the-clock coverage of the Portland Puffins if that's what you want. And we'll probably do it even if it's not what you want because that's what we want to talk about. I love birds. Uh, the uh, general manager of the uh, Portland team. Please be Terry Karkner. It is not Terry Karkner, <laughs> but is a former Buffalo Sabre and former Montreal Canadian. Hmm. I don't know. French-Canadian. Danielle... Briere, really? Yes. Danny Briere. Danny Briere is running that team. That's pretty cool. Yes, I think they're part of the uh, Flyers organization. Oh, nice. Yes. All right, gas pedal. All set in. I I didn't remember Briere playing for the Habs. Yeah, towards the end the of end? his career. Yeah. yeah. Okay. At least I have a memory of it. Yeah, I think uh, that, that sounds right now. Yeah. Ready? Yep. And here we go. Moses Malone Jr. filed a lawsuit against James Harden saying he paid thugs to beat him up over a Facebook post. What's the appropriate number of thugs needed for a quality beatdown? Five. 
Nude photos of Tiger Woods and ex-girlfriend Lindsey Vaughn have appeared online. Did you check out Tiger's Wood or Lindsey's Vaughn? No. I saw a leak. I went. I couldn't find anything. No. A 71-year-old Spanish swimmer remained at the starting blocks for a 60-second moment of silence during the World Championship race to honor the victims of the Barcelona attack. Nice sentiment. Wrong time? Yes. <laughs> Uh, the Montreal Canadiens parted the ways with longtime defenseman Andre Markov and sent him packing to the KHL. He's 10 games away from playing 1,000 for Montreal. Will he be back? No. Canadian teenager Denny Shapovalov beat Rafael Nadal in the Canadian Open. Could he be the next Carling Bassett or Grant Connell of Canadian <laughs> tennis? No. But I did forget he was the guy who fired the tennis ball at the, the judge's head the one time. Yes. That was amazing. Uh, LeBron and KD played in the most star-studded uh, game of pickup basketball ever. If you had first choice in a schoolyard pick, who'd you take? Between those two? Yes. LeBron. Uh, Brock Lesnar, we talked about him earlier, defeated Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe, and Roman Reigns to retain his WWE Universal Championship at SummerSlam. Universal. Can anyone defeat the Beast? Yes. <laughs> right when he's ready to go back to UFC. And uh, Deshaun Kaiser was named the starting QB of the Cleveland Browns to start the season. Is he related to Terry Kaiser, who played Bernie in Weekend at Bernie's and Weekend at Bernie's 2? <laughs> no. Is he? I don't think oh, so. Okay. Uh, that's, that's our good. show. That's, that's the gas pedal. You took <laughs> Terry, it like a champ. Frank. Terry Kaiser. We'll see you for uh, episode uh, 28. And uh, thanks for listening.